The problem with the formal curriculum as that which creates a framework within which what really matters in education can take place is that it becomes the subject of assessment. And once it becomes the subject of assessment, and after all, those who set examinations only know what is in the formal curriculum because the many thousands of lessons that accompany it across the country and across the world can't possibly be anticipated and can't possibly be included or embodied in any assessment schedule except in the most general of terms, the formal assessment naturally focuses upon the set curriculum and the set curriculum therefore becomes the thing upon which pupils are judged to use a rather pejorative word and what they are judged by is the extent to which they have mastered the formal curriculum notwithstanding the fact that that's not what really matters that what really matters is all the stuff that's gone on within that framework so we have a paradox. We need to have a formal curriculum to provide us with what you might call a space within which real education takes place, but we can't possibly examine or assess what takes place in that space. We can only examine the scaffolding that the formal curriculum provides. So, what we have is a problem whereby teachers are tempted to follow the formal curriculum because that's what's assessed at the expense of the informal curriculum, the collateral learning that is the real purpose that the formal curriculum serves. That being so, assessment tends to mitigate against proper education insofar as it merely assesses whether the formal curriculum has been mastered. And if one wished to be provocative, one could say it doesn't really matter whether the formal curriculum has been mastered as long as it has provided a framework within which what really matters about education, namely the cultivation of intelligence and the evolution of each individual along a path defined uniquely by their personal circumstances and characteristics, really happens. All this being so, we need to have very serious doubts about why we assess as we do. And just to return to one of my favourite themes, the post-pandemic panic about catching up with the formal curriculum, about learning the content as specified, presumably so that it can then be assessed as we have always assessed it, is utterly bogus. It doesn't matter what we are doing in the sense of following the formal curriculum, because very little of the formal curriculum will ever be of any material importance to any pupil thereafter. Of course, that isn't always true. If you go on to be a doctor or an engineer or a scientist, you need to know certain things and you need to be their master to the extent that you are going to be good at what you do. 
But I think everyone acknowledges that all you do at school, and probably as an undergraduate, is to whet your appetite or begin to get your eyes into the frame of reference that is required. The details of the knowledge must come later, and so one shouldn't get too exercised by the extent to which pupils have mastered a particular formal curriculum. What we should be exercised by is whether they have existed in an educational system that has helped them to acquire the collateral learning that is to do with, as I've just said, the development of intelligence, of their personal characteristics, and the discovery of who they are to such an extent that they can make informed decisions about what they want to do later.